Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I have a wonderful show today with Hannah. She is here wanting to see what's next for her and where she should put her energy for the year ahead. And this leads us on a winding journey with a beautiful theme of joy threaded throughout. And so our topics for today include joy and how to cultivate it and how it plays in with our intuition. We also talk about prioritizing what lights you up versus what you should do and how who we are being at our very core is what creates our reality and the world that we live in. And as we are on this intuitive journey and stepping more deeply into who we are as a soul, is the old identity falling away, who we used to be versus who we are becoming, and the process of navigating that space. And finally, the question, what are you in service to in this lifetime and how this question and exploration can give you a deeper relationship and sense of your own inner voice. So before we get onto our show, I do just want to take a moment to invite you to the next Soul Awakening that I'm hosting February 1st through February 6th. And this one is based around deepening your intuition and expanding as a soul. So I'd love to see you in my community and have you be a part of this beautiful offering. I'm so committed to your journey as a soul and wanting to help you connect in with your intuition and support you on your spiritual awakening journey. It's such a beautiful journey and at the same time, it can feel lonely and I want you to have tools and resources and opportunities to be supported. So there is a link in the show notes and I would love to be with you for this exciting exploration. And now on to my call. Hi, Hannah. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, Sarah. Um, Well, it's a new year. So the year just turned over and I've been really thinking about what, what I want to happen for myself and where I want to be putting my energy. I've been thinking a lot about my business and really wanting to approach that in a new way. And then also just thinking about health and community, kind of all the aspects of my life that I want to give, you know, give some extra love and attention to and using kind of using the new year as a time to like reflect and, 
and ponder what what is next for me in those phases of my life. So yeah, I guess just kind of, I don't know, my question or or thought would be around where where can I put my energy? Like where will it best serve me? Um, something along those lines. So I see you watching an outdoor sporting event. It's a baseball game, actually. And you're in the stands and you're you're leaning over and you're cheering and you're with friends. And it's kind of like a little bit of a wild and crazy party. <laughs> like, you know, kind of like when you think of a college football game and everybody's in the stands and they're painted and there's all these signs. It has that kind of energy to it where it's, there's just this, um, like unfettered enjoyment and happiness. What does that bring up for you when I when I offer that to you? At first, I think confusion because of my non-interest in baseball. And then I think it, when you came to the joyful part, I was connecting with the idea of just wanting to be able to gather with people I care about and have that free, excited feeling like when your team's winning or you know, you're all celebrating that, um, just being able to connect to that joy and community sounds really amazing right now. Mm, yeah. And as you're, you're explaining that or describing that, um, so that, you know, when you first are like, oh, I have no interest in the baseball, <laughs> you're like, that's confusing. I, it, what I'm sensing that message is, right, is that our joy and our happiness isn't dependent on where we are or what we're doing. It's something that's sourced inside ourselves, no matter what is happening, even if you're at the baseball game that you don't really, like it doesn't do anything for you, you can still be joyful and happy and really connect to that part inside of you because it's in you. It's not something that anything outside of you is going to give you. Um, it outside us can enhance it, of course, with the, the friends and the experiences. Yet the true core of our joy lives within us. And it's something that comes from inside us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that reminder. That's a beautiful image and, and something to especially during this time of sometimes disconnection to remember that we have that the joy within us. Which of the things, like when you say with, you know, your business or the, the things where you want to put your attention and your energy, what lights you up the most when you think about your list of the things you want to do this year? Um, I think one that I'm excited about is, is the idea of more movement. I've been thinking about the word embodied, embodiment. Um, I love to dance and move. And that's something that brings me joy and that's kind of fallen off my radar and, and of the things that I kind of do or allow myself to do. Um, so I'm just, part of me is imagining this year of like taking lots of classes and, um, you know, getting back to yoga, which I used to love and just doing more kinds of movement. Um, so I think that feels like a fun part of my list. Um, and one that I think will uh, will ripple out into all of the rest of my life. Like if I'm happier and more confident in doing things I love, I think that will, you know, help me in many areas. 
Yeah, you're exactly right, because it does uh, have that ripple effect. And I think we have kind of, you know, as a society, we fall into the should do's, the responsibilities, the things that uh, we prioritize aren't really the things that light us up. And so we get stuck in these patterns of doing all these things because we're supposed to, or we think we need to, when what actually sparks our creativity and brings more of what we want into our life is prioritizing the things that bring us joy. Mm-hmm. I love that because I, I want my business to feel more joyful. And I think if I can find that more in myself and then also find what aspects of my business will, you know, that I can connect with creativity and joy. That's what I really want for my life, for my work. Like I want it to spread everywhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if you believed that every time you put on a song you loved and danced wildly around the room, you created movement in your business? Mm, I'd be dancing a lot more, I think. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And the way the universe works is that movement will create movement in your business. It's just the law of how creativity and creation works. Mm. Yeah. And I think I feel that when I'm in it. And when I'm a little bit outside of it, it's harder to tap into that that memory or that sense or that feeling. Um, so I'm trying, that's why I'm trying to kind of bring it to the forefront now and, and think about incorporating it more. Well, it's a practice, right? You've just practiced doing it a different way for many years. And now you're practicing doing it this new way. And so as with anything that we practice, we get better at it. And so as you are stepping into this new space, just, I get the sense um, that you tend to be hard on yourself in those moments. And how can you just be in that idea that, oh, I, I just practiced this other way for so long, I'm really good at it. But that doesn't mean I have to be hard on myself in that space. Mm -hmm. that I can just self-correct and start practicing the new thing that I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, you certainly tapped into that. My being hard on myself in in many areas is something I'm working on, but it definitely shows up, you know, when I'm, I think when I try to move towards joy, sometimes it shows up saying it's not, you know, not necessarily helpful or practical even though in my heart knows that it is important. And that, that part of you that, you know, wants to sort of step in and keep you in that old pattern is just like an old friend. I find that my old friends, <laughs> the familiar ones, they show up when I'm on the edge of expanding. Mm. So it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm actually ready to take the next step or you would not be here. <laughs> yeah. And I feel that edge. I mean, I feel 
something shifted for me with the year changing and my, you know, new business and, and life and work ideas. I that feel, I feel like I'm in that space of being on the edge of something and it's scary. And I think that's partly why I want to bring in more movement and enjoy to kind of balance some of that scary. I get this image as you say that of you, like <laughs> when you see that, um, when you see that part of you show up, you like grab its hand or her hand and you say, let's go dance. And you're like dancing with the part of yourself that is like, hold on, are you sure you want to be happy and be joyful? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah, come on. This is a great song. <laughs> and you're dancing together. Like you really welcoming and bringing that part of yourself in to the moment with you and saying, look, it's kind of fun over here. Yeah, I love that image. And I think that, you know, goes along with the work that I try to do about, you know, being kind to the, to the critics and difficult voices that come up and, and wanting to bring them along instead of push them away. Yeah. And as you say that, right, like being kind to them, there's also this space in there that I sense for you where um, the word tolerating comes up. And so it's like, you're being kind to them, but you're also tolerating what they're saying to you. Mm. What comes up for you when I say that? Yeah. I mean, I think what comes up is I don't want to tolerate it. Like I don't want to, I don't want um, to still kind of follow or allow that old, old voices, old patterns to, to be you know, influencing my decision-making or my life. Yeah. It's, it's like coming into that inner authority that is in, in you, that, you know, internal wisdom, that place of you that knows what you want and it's moving in the direction. And then the voices come up and there's like, you're, you're welcoming them. You're being kind to them but then you're also still somewhat like believing what they're saying to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. I don't feel like I'm to that fully to a place yet of, of being able to kind of trust, trust myself and not kind of lean back on that old, the old messages or how can, yeah, how I've always done things. What's the risk of not believing those voices. I actually was thinking about this in the new year and I feel like I want to take this I would love to take this year as like not not paying attention to that to those risks and just saying well we're just going to experiment and see what happens this year. But I mean the the underlying fear I think is always about abundance for me of like lack or failing, not being able to take care of myself or things that I don't really feel are true logically anymore, but that's what kind of undergirds all of those messages. Yeah. As you are talking about that, I get this um, image of these steep cliffs and they're like sheer steep cliffs going down into the ocean and the sense of like, that's the level of the fear around it, whereby you taking that 
leap of faith and believing in yourself and your ability to that part of you that's afraid, it feels like that's the kind of cliff you're asking it to step off. Mm. So I don't know how that resonates for you or what that, you know, brings up. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's probably true from the, the fears perspective and it makes me kind of sad or like want to protect it and say, you know, that cliff isn't really there. Like you really don't, you're not going to have to jump off of it or be pushed off of it. It's, that's an old, an old fear that we don't need to have anymore. Yeah. But that's a, that's a deep, deep, like safety and, you know, kind of, they've been trying to protect me from something for so long. As you were talking about the fear, what I saw you doing was rather than saying that you don't have to jump off that cliff was how can you make it fun and exciting to jump off the cliff? Mm. Like maybe Mm -hmm. you want to strap parachutes onto your backs and jump off together and fly or Maybe there's a hot air balloon that's sitting there. You want to jump in and fly it off the cliff or like, how can you bring the joy to Mm. the fear? Mm, I like that. Yeah. And I, and I like the, the parachute idea because I feel like I, I have parachutes. Like I have, um, you know, safety nets or ways to ways that it's going to be okay. So why not have more fun with it? Yeah, especially, right, because that's what you are wanting to create is that more joyful way of being, that that internal joy. And so by bringing joy to those in, inner parts of you is a way to activate and have that joy be from coming from inside you. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'd like there to be just, a, you know, a big soup of joy for everyone to <laughs> to play in, to be in um, inside. You know, and what I know from my own life is that that cliff can feel so intimidating and scary and huge. And every time I have come up with the courage to step off, I have been caught. Mm-hmm. Because spirit is always right there waiting to catch us. I love that image. And I'm just, I'm thinking, I feel like I'm at a place where I'm ready to, to do that. Like, I, it's like, I'm almost tired of the old way. I'm tired of not taking the risk or not jumping or not uh, pushing into a new territory. So this feels like a good time to be talking about this because the Although the fear is still there, I feel like more excited about pushing through it or past it or diving off with umbrellas or something, <laughs> parachute. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's right, what we want and what our purpose is and what we came here to do becomes bigger than the fear. Yeah, and that's what I want for my life and for the lives of the people that I touch and that I work with. So what's something you can do, can be big or small, to take you in the direction of this bigger dream that you have? Hmm. I mean, for practical kind of actions, I can think of a couple 
ideas. I mean, one is is around movement and that kind of joyful space that I was talking about. And that would be for me taking a new dance class, something that I haven't done ever or in a long time. Um, so that's one thing I'm thinking about. And then also really spending some time with like, what, what do I want to offer people in my business and tuning into the joy when I sit down to work on it. So not, not having it come from a place of, oh, I have to do this, but like an excited place. Like, what do I get to create or work on today? What I find helps in that space is really connecting in with who you want to serve. And as you go to create, create for her or for him, whatever, whoever that person is. So it's not about you anymore. It's about them. Mm. Yeah, that really resonates with me because I think that's how I like to look at the world or look at my work is like how, who am I serving or how is this, you know, supportive of someone or what am I, what am I putting out? How is it useful? Um, so uh, yeah, I like that idea of taking someone else's perspective in the work. Does this feel like an okay place to land for today? It does. Thank you, Sarah. Mm, you're welcome. Thank you, Hannah, for being with us today on the show and for this beautiful reading. A beautiful theme that weaved through this call is joy and just how important it is on our intuitive journey. Joy for me is different than happiness. I feel that happiness is a sort of an emotion, uh, something that we can create in our lives. And yet joy is more a quality of being, this space of joyfulness that exists inside us when we allow our heart to be open when we allow ourselves to be connected to our creativity, to our intuition, to the things that light us up in life. Those create joy, which is more about our way that we are. So I love joy. This weaved through in a number of different places and brings up this idea for us of prioritizing what lights you up versus what you should be doing. And are you prioritizing yourself? I believe the most important relationship we have in this life is the one that we have with ourselves and the one we have with spirit. And to me, they're intertwined. They're not separate because we essentially are spirit in a body here playing out life on earth. And so that relationship for me is one and the same. And joy comes forward when we prioritize ourselves, when we say that I am the most important person in my life. And when I take care of myself and do the things that really do expand my soul and my life and myself, then everything else around me will also expand and shift and change in ways that I couldn't even imagine. And I'm not in any way saying that we don't help each other, we don't give, because my whole life is in service to humanity. Yet 
where I'm talking about is where the sort of dysfunctional codependent relationship comes in, whereby I am giving, doing, shoulding in order to receive love or attention or find that it is a way for me to numb. And it's that old story, right, of putting the oxygen mask on ourselves before we put it on our children. It's that same idea that if I am not fully 100% taking care of myself, how can I expect to be able to help others and to be in service to others if I am not prioritizing my relationship with myself and with spirit? For me, that is the number one important thing. And then everything else comes from there. Joy also wove into our conversation about movement and dance. And what I know to be true or law of the universe is that who we are being at a deep, deep level is how everything in our life works. So if I am showing up in my fear, in my pain, in my shadow, disconnected from my intuition, my external world is going to look very similar. Lots of things are going to be happening for me that are out of alignment, that are not going in a way that is supporting me, and lots of things are hard. And I'm not making that wrong because everything is for us. It's for our growth, for our expansion. Yet taking that one level deeper is the idea that everything is actually from us as well as for us. So I am creating the world that is happening around me. And when I can see that, it's a lot easier to make different choices. It's a lot easier to begin to understand what am I doing, right? I'm taking responsibility and accountability for what I am bringing to everything. How is my internal world feeling today? Am I anxious? Am I not wanting to get out of bed? Am I feeling confused? I need to make these choices and I just can't seem to do it. I'm checking in with my guides. I'm asking everybody for advice. And from that space, my life is a little bit chaotic because I'm chaotic. And so if I can really be in my love, in my service, in my connection to my heart, then I can make choices and create a life outside of myself that is more in resonance with that way of being. And what tends to happen when we start on this journey of really aligning with and connecting in with who I am being is we can tend to create a little more turbulence because the old identity is falling away. Who we used to be no longer works in the world that we are now creating. And so oftentimes that means friendships will fall away, jobs will fall away, old behaviors fall away so that this new way of being, showing up in choice, connected to our intuition, really does shake up the foundation of our life. And so really approaching our fear and the parts of us that are 
having a harder time with this newer identity that we're stepping into is that practice of really just bringing them with us, allowing them to be part of our experience and making it joyful and fun for them as well. We don't have to get so serious or so hard on ourselves or even believe that something's wrong with us. There's nothing wrong. We tend to want to create problems for ourselves where there actually aren't any problems. What's happening is there's just parts of ourselves that are lagging in this older identity that want to keep us safe, that want to make sure that this place that we are moving into is safe and secure. And what I know about that is we can't grow and expand in a place that's safe and secure. We have to shake up the system. We have to step outside the comfort zone and we have to take risks. We have to jump off that cliff because if we don't, life is just going to get more challenging and more challenging because your soul is really, really wanting you to wake up. It's, it's starting to shake the trees. It's starting to shake the house. It's like you have to listen eventually. It's time. You know you're here You for something more. You can feel it inside your body. And spirit is not going to stop asking you to step into being bigger and greater and more of who you came here to be. And so one of the ways that has helped me in this transition time is really getting clear on what I'm in service to. And so for me, I am in service to deepening connection and deepening intuition. And so everywhere I go, that is what I am practicing. That is what I am sharing. That is who I am being. That is what I am embodying is the deepening of my connection and others' connection to each other, ourselves, and to our intuition. And when I show up in service to that everywhere, every opportunity I get, then the other stuff has an easier time not being the louder voice in my reality. When I choose my purpose and my passion over the fear again and again and again, I create a newer understanding in my body, in my mind, in my neural pathways that says I am a stand for what I believe in. I am a stand for my purpose. And that is going to be louder for me than my fear. And with this approach, it's helped me step into a bigger version of life. And so I offer that to you. Really take some time, get clear. What are you in service to? It doesn't have to be a bigger work purpose. It can be any aspect of your life. Maybe for you, it's your mothering. Maybe for you, it's a hobby that you have that you just love And you don't even want to do it for work. You always want it to be a hobby. I remember uh, when I lived on Maui, surf instructors 
some people I knew that were amazing surfers, they said they never wanted to do that for work. Surfing was their passion. It lit them up. It was the thing they did to get away from all the noise. And so doing that for a job was not what they wanted to do. They had a different passion for what their work in the world was. And so offering that to you whereby there's this place that you can find within yourself that is the thing that lights you up, is the thing that you are in service to, and you do it everywhere you go. It becomes who you are at a cellular level. And when we're always showing up in service to this, we create a deeper connection with that internal voice, the internal wisdom that lives inside us. Because we are saying time and time again, I am prioritizing my joy and prioritizing my relationships and prioritizing who I am and what I stand for in this world. So I leave you with the question to ponder, who are you being and what are you in service to in this lifetime? I love you. Namaste. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assist me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.